wildfires in the past, this is one of the biggest, most serious. It's not over. Uh, that's the way it is with a warming climate. And these kind of catastrophes have happened. They'll continue to happen, and we have to be prepared to do everything we can to mitigate. Really? Really? Right in the middle of the fires? we got to go with the whole, it's climate change causing this, and we need to take a look at that? God. Really? In the middle of the fires? I'm telling Maybe you. next week or the week after that. I can't take this anymore. If that's your thing, but... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, things... I would have guessed on Monday morning, by the time we got to Thursday, things would have been under control. It's going the other direction. And oh, yeah. a windy, windy day today. Yeah, indeed. Brett Burkhart joins us again, uh, legendary California news anchor and reporter. Brett, uh, welcome back. What is the latest on the fires? Just an ominous day again in the Bay Area, pulling up into San Francisco with the headlights, illuminating what looked like snow falling in downtown San Francisco. And that is ash from these massive wildfires. The smoke is just so bad that they are now canceling school today for schools that are outside the danger zone in places like Contra Costa County and the East Bay Area and uh, along the peninsula as well. Just crazy, crazy smoke that is just an ominous reminder of the uh, devastation that is happening up in the North Bay. Well, and the ash and uh, what do they call it? The large particle pollution. It's especially triple bad for your lungs to inhale that uh, as opposed to the usual filth. You know, um, the air quality is considered very unhealthy when the index reaches 201. At one point this week, the air score in parts of Napa hit 486. I mean, it's, it's mind-blowing. It was so bad that it affected visibility at SFO, uh, the main airport here in the Bay Area. 80 flights were canceled, and there were huge delays up to 90 minutes because of the visibility. That's how much of an impact the smoke is having on the Bay Area. Wow. Wow. What else? Any new evacuations? Anybody else uh, forced to uh, uh, run for their lives? Yes, we do have uh, new, fresh evacuations. The latest is uh, eastern Sonoma Valley, and um, this is all wine country. So either you see it in Hollywood movies or you you go visit yourself and enjoy it. It's basically the Bay Area playground along with much of the U.S. Eastern Sonoma Valley, where officers are going door to door. It's in the area of Lovell Road. They're telling neighbors to leave. Uh, Geyserville is under a mandatory evacuation. Fire is now marching toward River Rock Casino in that area. Uh, People in the city of Napa, this is the downtown area in the neighborhood surrounding the downtown area. They've been put on an evacuation advisory as the glow of fire covers surrounding ridgetops. You can see it just before the sun comes up, and it's starting to march down the hill. And that advisory means that neighbors in uh, the city of Napa are being told to have their essentials packed and ready to go in case the order becomes mandatory. Uh, Recent history is teaching us that you don't have much time to pack up and leave. People had minutes um, Monday when the wind gusts were blowing the fire uh, across neighborhood to neighborhood in not only Sonoma but in Napa counties. Well, I can tell you, Brett, having spoken to friends and listeners alike, and of course our listeners are our friends, um, that people are now completely hip to the idea of if you hear you might have to get out. People are are taking it seriously and getting ready to get out, uh, which is good. It's just it's insane. Another windy day today. Uh, the last thing we need. What's your reporting on the uh, electric lines down because of the wind, transformers exploding? What have you heard about that as being the cause of these fires? Well, there's a great report on uh, KTVU Fox 2 here in the Bay Area. They actually went back and listened to the dispatch 
uh, recordings from police officers and dispatchers, and they were actually recording the reports of fire and the reports of down power lines. And those reports happened around the same time that the fires broke out. There were more than a dozen reports of uh, power lines knocked down because of the ferocious winds in both of those counties in wine country. And PG&E says it maintains safe and reliable resources, but it's not commenting on the cause. Shut up. The the legal mess. PG&E, not you. (laughs) With billions of dollars of damage, the legal mess that this is going to be. Yeah, the lawyers are already uh, spinning. Oh, on both sides, on all all kinds of different sides. Insurance companies who can pass off the costs to PG&E, and, oh, my God, this is going to be huge. You know, it's right. nothing you nothing you care about if you're in your car with your possessions. Right. What's that, Brett? Yeah. I just think, you know, the, just the language that they use in the press releases um, tell you how carefully they are stepping uh, not to, to, to blame themselves or their equipment. They they <laughs> And they're not commenting on, on the cause. Obviously, that's got to be investigated. Investigators are on the ground there. They are searching for a cause, but the main focus right now is keeping people safe and, and rescuing people who may be trapped because there are still more than 200 people missing. And am I correct in assuming that we're still at the saving lives uh, stage and the idea of containment is just not even on the map? That's exactly right. We have 10% containment on the most damaging fire, and that's the Tubbs fire that raced through Santa Rosa and it is still causing problems. But it's, a, it's now at 27,000 acres and only 10% contained. Amazing number jumped over uh, in Napa County, and that is the Atlas fire, which spread over to uh, Solano County. That jumped to 42,000 acres overnight. It's just hard to believe, but it is only 3% contained. And, and again, that's the one that's causing worry now in the downtown Napa area. Wow. Brett Burkhart, uh, thanks very much, Brett. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks. Um, we might yeah, be saying the, might be, uh, Seeing the beginning of the legal battle of all legal battles. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Oh, you know, just one thing. Brett's description of the area, for those not familiar with it, was absolutely accurate. It is, you know, the most one of the most famous wine regions on earth, et cetera. There are beautiful wineries, uh, high dollar, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it is also, uh, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of working class people who work in those wineries and harvest the grapes. And it's the the nurses and the doctors and the the cops and and everybody else. I mean, these are I I don't want people to get the idea that it's like, you know, the Zurich, Switzerland or something like that. Some, you know, exclusive hideaway. There are a hell of a lot of working class people there, too. Um, anyway, uh, so one of our listeners um, who will remain nameless, I guess, so not that it matters, um, sent along an email from their uh, their family member who finally got a chance to let everybody know how they're doing. Um, and, and, and they gave the following report, which I thought was, was fabulous. It was the best, most detailed description of what's happening. There are multiple neighborhoods leveled in the hills and in town. Many of the evacuees had no warning other than from neighbors alerting them to flee. Many left without their pets and or livestock. One of our drivers, they're in the uh, business, obviously, with professional drivers, uh, left his bathrobe, left in his bathrobe and slippers, and hasn't been able to find out if his house is gone or not. The winds were a huge factor, blowing so hard that there was no stopping the flames. To give some perspective, there are huge hotels and shopping centers burnt to the ground. Hilton Hotel, Fountain Grove Inn, the famous Round Barn, Cricklewood, Malsbury Market, Cloverleaf Ranch, Kmart, Applebee's, Puerto Vallarta, Sweet Tea, just to name a few businesses. 
fire crews have not begun to actually take a stand against the flames. It's still all about getting people to evacuate. For those of you familiar with the Santa Rosa area, Larkfield, Fountain Grove, the north end of Coddington, both sides of the freeway, Montecito Heights, Coffee Park, Bennett Valley, Annadale Heights, Annadale State Park, Oakmont, Kenwood, are all on fire or already burned. These are sections of town or unincorporated chunks of town or neighborhoods that they're referring to. Um, but the sheer number of them, I think, is instructive. Cell towers are down so people can't communicate with loved ones or call for help. Many areas of town are still without power, gas, and traffic lights. Um, at least half the businesses are closed, etc. Um, it's hard to imagine a fire that could burn down a modern hotel. Right. Not to mention entire shopping complexes yeah. and hotels. Those evacuees who are not in shelters or with family and friends are camped in their cars and parking lots all over town. Unfortunately, other areas are equally devastated, but the news crews are not at or reporting about those areas. Geyserville, Redwood Valley, Ukiah, Calistoga, Yountville, Clear Lake, the outskirts of Napa and Rohnert Park, Pengrove, just to name a few surrounding areas which are in trouble. We have several families staying in trailers here in southwest Santa Rosa. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, the, the media reporting on it, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter, but... As I mentioned, my wife is from the Clear Lake area, and there are places that got have been completely burned up in a 2,500-acre fire, which is tiny compared to some of these bigger ones, but it's still enormous. And well, it, picture picture a really nice subdivision with quarter-acre lots, 2,600 acres. How many? That's a hell of a lot of houses. Yeah, and and my wife said it was just so weird for those people that there's no nobody's talking about them at all, and they're they've lost everything. Right. It would it would be weird. By the hundreds, by the thousands, but it's dwarfed by the other ones. Yeah, but that's good to point that out. To give you some idea of how overwhelmed the first responders are, um, and and I, I was not asked to keep people anonymous, so I hope it's okay that I'm going to use some of these names. It'd be too cumbersome to change them all, and I'd forget who's who. But uh, the L.C. Allen High School, just around the corner from us, is an evacuation center. Uh, Alex's girlfriend, Theo, is a registered nurse and went to volunteer on Monday morning. The Red Cross was supposed to take over, but had to pick and choose what shelters to staff, and the high school was not on the list. Theo was put in charge of the entire operation by the afternoon and did a terrific job organizing donations, sending people to to collect needed items. Um, So they can't even staff the evacuation centers. The people there, the local authorities, are just having to say, how about you be in charge and tell us what to do? Uh, one fire official said, this isn't a battle, it's a war. Another said, look, this is a baseball game, and we're in the first inning. Isn't this getting a little too like uh, Katrina or Harvey uh, territory, where many more resources need to be thrown this direction by the feds or the state or whoever? It, it would seem so, yeah. And it's just not, not quite getting the attention that it... Cause, and I can see how that would happen. There wildfires in the West. All the time. All the time, every year, over and over again. It'll get taken care of. This is different. This is clearly different. Well, yet another fire official expressed concern that all of the fires would eventually become one huge inferno. Now, that's not some drunk or loudmouth sitting around talking. That's a fire official. Wow. Um, Well, the the wind is just insane. Yeah. So yeah. you can get another extra- windy day today. Extraordinary things can happen when you have extraordinary conditions, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. The, the rainy, rainy winter, huge vegetation growth, then the usual six months of no rain, and, uh, and, and now extraordinary winds, and apparently down power lines is the best we can uh, figure out causing all this. Yeah. Or at least, well, yeah. Once you have one, though, if you have 70 mile per hour winds, the embers go everywhere. 
Well, you're going to have a lot of people with, with nothing and not a lot of resources because the amount of resources that usually takes care of these situations is depleted already. Right. Well, and I don't want to stress anybody out or, or anything, but Judy and I recently uh, had to get uh, homeowner's insurance for our uh, walled compound in the woods where I'm going to go when the S hits the fan and defend it with my enormous stock of ammunition and, and weapons um, and my freeze-dried food, including my uh, machines I bought from Glenn Beck. And uh, and everything else, but anyway, so we've got we've got a little place in the woods. It's long and short of it, um, <laughs> and and it is really really difficult to get homeowners insurance now in places that have any sort of fire risk. Um, much harder than it was five years ago. Much much harder. And after this, yeah, I mean, there's going to have to be something. The federal flood insurance program, which sucks, by the way, and is underfunded and screwed up, but that's for another day. The federal flood insurance program exists because you can't get private insurers to insure a lot of the low-lying areas of America because the risk is too enormous. Are we going to have to see something like that in the West? Is that an appropriate thing for government to do, et cetera, et cetera? I don't know. But I'm telling you, the private market for homeowners insurance is going away in the western United States, anywhere that's the least bit fire uh, prone. Which Great. is most of it. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of it. If the various towns, the many towns we've been mentioning in Northern California can be burnt to the ground, I mean, well, yeah, most of it. Uh, all the fires coming together in one giant inferno? Holy crap. Uh, please no. Holy crap. Um, yeah, so we'll stay on top of this all morning long. And, uh, and, and more info about what you can do in places that are legit that you can uh, give, donate, that sort of thing. Stay tuned throughout the morning to the Armstrong and Getty Show. As Marshall mentioned in his news last hour, scumbag Harvey Weinstein has uh, taken off to this rehab in Arizona, this famous rehab. We'll tell you more about that in a second. It's where Anthony Weiner went. It's where Tiger Woods went. It's where a bunch of people have gone. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are all better now. <laughs> this place must put out the word or has put out the word that, oh, yeah. look, you need to get the heat off. You come here. We're not going to make you do anything. We got high walls. Nobody's going to take any pictures no, of you. And we're not actually expecting you to do anything. You'll nice food. Everything's cool. We Just, got blow. We got booze. We got chicks. We got whatever you need. We hire very carefully. Nobody's going to talk to the press. Right. Nobody's going to take a picture of you in a robe shuffling around or it's anything like that. Going to cost you seventy five k for a couple of weeks, but hey, it's chill here. Come I'll on. I bet it's a lot more than that. Yeah, Reg- regular rehabs for regular people cost that much money sometimes. Well, so. is that right? Yeah, I guess my my frame of reference is out of date, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't had got, a friend go off for quite some time. These people might be paying a million dollars to go to some place where they can be left alone, and nobody's gonna take a picture or leak to the press on them. And the the drunks get top shelf booze. I'm telling you, the uh, the sex addicts get five thousand dollar a night girls from Vegas. It's a nice rehab you're running. <laughs> How out of control is Harvey Weinstein's life currently? This is from Harvey Levin, the guy who runs TMZ, last night on Tucker Carlson. 
Harvey Weinstein's daughter called 911 at about 11 this morning uh, and reported that her dad was suicidal uh, mm -hmm. and depressed. Uh, and there was a major argument uh, that went down outside of her home. Weinstein was there. Um, they took it into the street. Um, he was screaming at his daughter, you're making it worse. Um, he tried flagging down a random car to get away, uh, didn't get in the car. Uh, they went back in the man. house. Um, Harvey came back out, jumped in a black suburban. Before the police arrived, they came roaring over uh, because of the 911 call. And at that point, uh, Remy, the daughter, told police, well, it wasn't really a suicide attempt. It was just a family dispute. So she backed off what she had called about. But, you know, obviously, you know, this is a guy whose world collapsed. Uh, you know, his wife left him, he lost his job, he is now the subject of scorn and ridicule all over the world, uh, so it seems like it's taken its toll. That's too bad that Harvey Weinstein's got this level of uh, personal stress, the same sort of personal stress that hundreds, if not thousands of women have had, maybe for their whole lives, because of your rapey activities, yeah. allegedly. Yeah. So that's just a cry and shame that he's, uh, he's in this terrible situation. Scorn and ridicule, welcome to our world. Come on. So he's off to rehab in Arizona. Uh, well, the Harvey Levin, the TMZ guy, he hints at, but said, I'm not ready to report this yet, but he hints at the reason Weinstein is in the United States and not in Europe is the, the feds are not letting him go. Because the original story was he was heading for a rehab center in France. Right. But uh, the feds apparently have, have suggested he remain within our uh, charming borders. And Harvey Levin didn't want to talk about it. He said, because I can't figure out what sort of federal charge is coming that wouldn't allow him to leave the country. He's not, he's not been charged with anything. You know, there can be all kinds of rumors out there about me, but I can still travel freely. Right. Uh, it, it, here's a text from my friend Mike Lawyer. Ha, ha, ha. You were talking about why Weinstein is a Fed case, and I said, it's got to be a RICO thing. He's done something across state lines. Karen said, text Joe. I said, you'd say it, and then you did. I'm telling you, you'd have been a hell of a lawyer. Believe me. <laughs> so Throwing it's, in a little Trump. Say it! So it's some sort of... And this is lawyers I, I, tried a federal RICO case. Often so. ridiculous cross state lines thing. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't quite get that, why it's so much bigger a deal. <laughs> <laughs> for some of this stuff, if you have well, a prostitute well, back in the day when when the division between the the federal government and the state governments meant something, yeah, but you, if you have a prostitute and you're driving around your state, it's it's one crime. Yes. If you drive across the state line, all of a sudden it's much bigger crime, which seems crazy in the Welcome modern world. Welcome to Nevada. <laughs> seems, How dare you? <laughs> but that could be what's going on here. Right, right. Uh, the embattled movie mogul boarded a private jet. In Los Angeles, and is believed to have jetted to Arizona. Uh, blah blah blah. There are numerous facilities in Arizona, uh, but TMZ reported it. It's the Meadows, which previously treated Tiger Woods for sex addiction. That's none of your business. Selena Gomez for an undisclosed reason, and Kate Moss after she was photographed snorting cocaine. The Meadows. After she was photographed. That's that. See, that's so the key here. Please. You don't have an addiction. You got caught having an addiction. Or you got caught partying. <laughs> good one. So, yeah, yeah, I need help is the thing. Yeah. I'm no good at my addiction. People keep seeing me doing it. <laughs> the Meadows has programs to treat sex addiction and anger management, including one called Gentle Path, a 45-day inpatient program that deals with sex addiction issues with techniques including counseling, medication, yoga. No, Nothing helps you get over your sex addiction like being more flexible. <laughs> 
And hanging around with a bunch of people in yoga pants. And if you'll remember Anthony Weiner's equine therapy. <laughs> you ride around on a horse in the hillsides. You know what? I don't feel like raping so much anymore. This is nice. I, I don't think I ought to send dick pics to teenagers anymore. All this horseback riding is really calm to me. Oh, my God. Equine therapy. You know what? I just, all, all I am is, is a, you know, I shouldn't have shown my dick to people. What was I thinking? You know, Sorry, this is coarse stuff, my friends. This is coarse stuff, but these are coarse times we're living in. I'm sitting out here on a horse in my yoga pants enjoying the sunset. All limber now. I gotta quit yanking it into plants in front of actresses. I'm. Oh, we're on to him now. <laughs> I was gonna say, Anthony Winner's thinking, I probably shouldn't have put, like, you know, my, my uh, dick pics on the same computer as my wife's emails. That's probably a mistake. That's bad. Probably hurt Hillary Clinton. Yeah, it all comes clear now. Thank you, Silver or Secretariat or whatever your name is. You've shown me the right path. <laughs> hey, horse, you want to come watch me shower? Wait, no. Uh, right. Wait, Wait I, no. I stopped doing that. I'm not that guy. It's, I'm not there yet. I'm in nay. Tiger Woods name is riding long clip clop. Can I have the clip clop sound again? That was really good. <laughs> is that a no? No, we have, an, we have an actual horse have, for this. So <laughs> it takes a... We have to give him another carrot. He's very finicky. Here it comes. You know, I uh, I have a beautiful wife and two little children, and I'm the uh, best golfer in the world. I probably could have not screwed every uh, Hooters waitress that, that I laid eyes on, come to think of it. Now that I think about it, yeah, that's a good point. They're going to need a big horse for Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> big old horse. Maybe, maybe two horses and strap a big saddle on the both of them. <laughs> Is the one that they use for Haas and Bonanza still alive? They need that horse. One of those big Belgian draft horses. Harvey Weinstein riding around in his open robe on a horse. If you want your oats, here's a bottle of lotion. I need something for you to do for me. Harvey, we got you a bull. <laughs> God, that is so equine therapy. That is so crazy. Oh, it's hilarious. I'm just jealous. God, why did I gotta do? I gotta open one. I oh, got yeah. a little money in a bank. Oh yeah. It's, I gotta I gotta open a phony rehab well, facility. Basically, I'm is there guessing any credentials you need. I'm guessing it's a really nice hotel, and you have to very carefully vet the staff so they're not gonna turn in the uh, pictures or yeah, yeah gossip to these magazines. So that means you'd probably have to pay them half decent. Other than that, it's just, you know, it's yoga and riding horses. Or, or perhaps, like many hotels I've stayed in, I'll just hire a bunch of people who don't speak English, and they won't know who these people are, or they, you know, God. just won't be a problem. Jack's Petting Zoo and Rehab. <laughs> I'm glad he's getting the help he so richly needs. Harvey, here, here's where we begin the goat therapy. I want you to <laughs> pet these goats and... See that pile of poo over there? Can you move that? So are these the things that watch me shower? (laughs) (laughs) See, you're not understanding yet. It's going to be a long road, Harvey. (laughs) You've got a lot of healing. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Northern California's emergency alert system fails wildfire victims. We're going to get into that. Trump taking aim at Puerto Rico, and one very wealthy rapper may take over Harvey Weinstein's movie company. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Is it Vanilla Ice? (laughs) (laughs) You hate it when the um, emergency systems finally get put to the test and they don't work. That's, That's a troubling story. This is a test. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Imagine loading up your kids in your car and telling them we're leaving the dogs and uh, horses and everything Ugh. behind. No. Holy crap. 
Ooh. No. That'd be rough. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. A lot of communities in the wildfire-prone Northern California area have an array of emergency systems designed to alert people of danger. Text messages, phone calls, emails, and tweets. But after days of raging fires left at least 23 people dead, authorities said those methods are going to be re-examined because, as the L.A. Times has reported, desperate calls to save those trapped by fire, but emergency alert system failed many. In Napa County, the chaos accentuated by a problematic alert system. People reported problems getting fire alerts, an issue possibly caused by fire damage to cell phone towers. A county spokeswoman said, we're very well aware that there are challenges. It's been a challenge to get information to folks at times using our alert system. They've got a text and email alert system used by a number of public safety agencies and did not work. A volunteer at the Red Cross shelter in Napa said an evacuee told her he didn't get a cell phone alert until an hour after he'd left his home. Others said they got no warnings despite signing up for automated text messages from the Napa County Sheriff's Department. And you know what's the problem with that sort of stuff? It's just human nature. If you're if you're under the impression that you will get an alert if there's a problem, right. you'll assume there's not a problem because you didn't get an alert. Sure. It's just human nature. Right. And... Um, you know, that happens in all kinds of different instances with, oh, I haven't heard from the authorities. They're mm-hmm. supposed to let me know if there's a problem. Yeah. And uh, we all need to uh, get that out of our head. Just just go with whatever information we're gathering and make our own decision, I guess. You know, somehow Dick's Sporting Goods, who I bought two golf shirts from once upon a time, finds it easy to communicate with me five times a day. And get me yeah. the information I need to get another great bargain. Good I point. just find it extraordinary we can't find a way to blast out uh, warnings to a predetermined number of uh, phones. I mean, we, how can that not work? Yeah, a lot of people said the way they first heard about the fire, their neighbor came over and pounded on their door and said, fire, we got to get out. And wow. literally pulled people out, which is why a lot of people just split without you know anything but the clothes in their back. Well, you wake up, you literally yeah. look outside and yeah. see the fire bearing right. down. Right. Shout out to good neighbors. Really? Yeah. Nine days after visiting the hurricane-ravaged island, President Trump says FEMA and the U.S. military cannot stay in Puerto Rico forever. In early tweets today, the president criticized the island territories, poor infrastructure, and their many debt problems. Some Puerto Ricans have uh, harshly criticized the federal response to Hurricane Maria, which also battled the U.S. Virgin or battered rather the U.S. Virgin Islands. You know, Puerto Rico is a financial basket case. I just don't know why he's bringing it up now. Well, and, and Mr. President, like I want your tax plan to succeed. For instance, how does this help with anything? What what bit of good on any front does this do you when you text tweet out stuff like this? You just don't get the four-dimensional chess. <laughs> I just, I just can't. Yeah. I can't even make up a crazy way in which this would benefit the president. Right. Jay Z is talking about buying Harvey Weinstein's interest in the Weinstein Company. GMZ saying the rapper and several other investors want to buy out his twenty-three percent. If Jay had a working relationship with the movie company, he's got a deal to produce a movie and a mini-series with that company. Sources say he wants his relationship with the company to grow, and now that Weinstein is out, he is looking to acquire a substantial equity stake in the company. So he is uh, wanting to move into 
the movie business. I don't give a damn about anything Rapey Wood does, Marshall. Move on. Who cares? Go to hell. Buy it. Sell it. I don't care. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Rapey Wood. Men and women, even children. Rapey Wood. Please tell us how to live, what to think, how to vote. What ribbon should I wear? James Vanderbeek is out with stories of the sexual harassment he's undergone. Older, powerful men expecting sex for him when he was from him when he was a young actor. Wow! One of those uh, famous actors in Hollywood now. You know we we received a follow up email from a listener that I want to tell you about after the break that was just unbelievably powerful. It it, it hit me, you know. It blindsided me. And we asked you yesterday, who, who's been the Harvey Weinstein in your life in whatever business you're in? And we got a bunch of responses. We're going to get into those at 8.04. It happens a lot, unfortunately. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. He's also been locked in a feud with members of his own party, in particular Tennessee Senator Bob Corker, a Republican, who warned on Sunday that Trump's reckless threats towards other countries could lead the nation on the path to World War III. Trump hit back at Corker yesterday, not with a cogent argument, but with a new nickname, tweeting, The failing New York Times set little Bob Corker up by recording his conversation, was made to sound a fool, and that's what I am dealing with. That's what I'm dealing with? Hey, man, you're the leader of the free world. Stop talking like a stressed-out Burger King manager. I got two guys out today. I'm working the drive through myself. Plus, the mouse is back, so yeah, that's what I'm dealing with. <laughs> that's kind of funny. It's, it would be funny. If what, Joe? If, <laughs> if this wasn't all so exhausting. Plus, the mouse was back. That really yeah. tickled me. Yeah. I mean, because on the one hand, you know, there was nothing I disagreed with factually in that joke. Really, or 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 his assessment of it, and I often agree disagree with him. On the other hand, you got NBC making stuff up about the whole nuclear arsenal stuff. You have multiple news organizations reporting whatever any insider feeds them, as long as and it's... and probably a tacit agreement. You remember all those editorials and speeches about how we really we need to we need to take a stand. Journalists need to say take a stand now cuz these are troubled times. And so you have people You're who part have, of the resistance. Exactly. Yeah, well said. And so you have people who have turned off their BS meter and will print uh, their BS filter rather and will print anything that they are fed. I don't know how, how that explains not reporting an insider who comes to a microphone like the Secretary of Defense and says, I was in the meeting and it never happened. The point isn't the facts, Jack. The point is resisting. We have to resist Trumpism. That's what they're thinking at the networks. And then Trump makes it difficult for me to defend him by spending the entire day wanting to do away with the First Amendment. So. And suggesting that, uh, that Bob Corker is less worthy because of his uh, lack of height. So... <laughs> But resist, we must. So, so, yeah, right. We so, must. Right. And we will yes. much. Yes. About. Right. That. Be committed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, how seriously do you take Trump all day long saying NBC? You know, uh, they shouldn't be allowed to say things that aren't true. Not at all. Um. Uh. We need to do something about that. Does that concern you, or? Because I, I don't. He's not going to do anything. He's just shooting off his mouth. On so on, on from that standpoint, I'm not worried. He's it, it's not. I'm I'm hearing people. This is what Mao did. You know that that sort of thing. Uh, but I I don't think he's going to actually do that. On the other hand, 
the president of the United States shouldn't be saying the free press ought to be taken down. We received a long and eloquent email on a number of issues from uh, one of our, our more brainy listeners. Um, and he says, to give Joe his fair share of criticism, he stated that people should calm down about Trump's most recent terrible comments challenging the First Amendment because he's not going to actually affect any change. Firstly, this is false. The statements of the POTUS are deeds in and of themselves and have repercussions. You are in danger of begging the question, my friend, in the classical sense, not in the way dumb people try to sound smart by using that phrase. You're answering the question with the question. I'm telling you, it's not going to amount to anything. And you're saying, yes, it is, because it is. No, it's not, because I agree with your second argument, is that he continuously lowers the standards of American presidential and political behavior. He is saying stuff about NBC that are completely, they're just hot air. They are only hot air. Nobody takes it seriously. Nobody's going to do anything. No legislation is going to pass. The FCC isn't going to do anything. Congress isn't going to do The courts are laughing. And and listen, you pro-Trump people, and so, I'm pro a lot of his policies. He's just screwing himself. Yeah, and remember, he once stood at the podium uh, when he was running for president and and said we should boycott Apple, the most valuable company in the world that is an American company. He he never mentioned that again. There was no effort made to actually do that. Right. As I've said many times, he says all sorts of crap. On the other hand, I mean, you, come on. Should, should the president be saying we need to shut down NBC? No, no, All no, they, multiple any times. normal president who you should take the least bit seriously should not say that. So so the answer to the question would be because because I'm, I'm thinking if Barack Obama had said, I think Fox News should be shut down. People would have gone crazy over that. Yes. People on the right. Yes. But because you took him seriously. <laughs> right. Because he was a man you took seriously. He would generally only say things if he had some thought of doing something about it or meant it or was trying to line up support for that notion. So that's interesting. There's a double standard, but not for a very good reason. Right. The double standard being you don't take Trump seriously. And you would take Barack Obama seriously. He is your friend who says, whether in mirth or just, he says these things, we ought to, guy ought to go kick his ass. <laughs> you, you don't jump and say, oh my God, no, no violence. We can't have any fighting here. Please, please, everybody. No, because it's your buddy Ed who always says, I ought to kick his ass. And he, it, it, it doesn't matter. And then you have friends, if they said that, you'd think, holy crap. Right. Oh my God, what's going on here? He is really angry. Now, some of you believe that it's not so good for the presidency to have a POTUS who does that all the time. I have some sympathy for your point of view. <laughs> By the way, we got more than one response from people who are involved in this, who have had uh, disabled children or whatever benefit from equine therapy, saying we shouldn't have been making jokes about equine therapy. Look, no, uh, come on. I am aware that animal therapy helps people in a number of different ways. It's a I, wonderful thing. I, I have a relative I love who has benefited from it. I do not believe for one second. That Harvey Weinstein or Carlos Danger or Tiger Woods was benefiting from equine therapy with their sex addictions. So if that was lost in the mirth, we apologize. I apologize. 
The joke was about those guys right. spending $100,000 to trot around on a horse. Would that it were. Would that it were. Tiger, would that it were. Because they're pervos. Right. And this is going to help them with their pervosity. And it's PR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perv relations. <laughs> Who's the Harvey Weinstein in your life? We got a lot of replies to that. And we're hearing from more men. Wow. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.